Welcome to the Between the Dream Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, December 10th, 2018. Listen, I hope you all are doing well. Hope you've had a great weekend. For those of you all that are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. For those of you all that are returning, thank you as well. I want to take a quick second to thank all of our sponsors and those who contribute to the podcast, whether through a share or that actually give to the podcast financially. And I also want to make sure I give a quick shout out to our sponsors at Fibersoul.com and at Priya.io. Make sure you go check both of them out. Listen, I want to go ahead and jump straight into today's conversation. Super important. Uh, holiday season is here. This is why it's important. Many of us are about to be in a position where we are going to be around family and we're going to be around friends and specifically family. But I think sometimes we have friends that can be like this too. But man, toxic people, right? Toxic family members. Let's now let's let's keep this to family. We've got family members that can be very, very toxic in their words and in their ways and actions. And we need to know how to deal with this so that we can enjoy the time that we have to spend with those that we love. Right. If you are like me and you've grown up in any kind of family that is big, gatherings are always a thing. Right. So you will have family from all over the world all over the country getting together, folks flying in, or maybe it's just one family in a big city, whatever it might be, we all find ourselves in positions where we get around family. And for some of us, we have those family members. I think everybody's at least got one or two cray crays in the group. But then we have family members who are just bitter. We have family members who are toxic. We have family members who, for whatever reason, tend to be the way that they are, And maybe you're the individual that notices it, but also notices that a lot of it gets taken out on you or you tend to be caught up in the mix of it. And as much as you try and avoid it, you just you're 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 over it. Right. And and for some of you all, it's probably gotten so deep to the point where you don't even care to be around your family because there are certain people that you just don't want to be around. And guys, I don't want you to uh, miss out on enjoying What can be good with so many good people because of a few bad apples? So I want to just break this down real quick. A few points I want to give you as to how to deal with toxic family members in general, but definitely during this holiday season, a time that's supposed to be joyous, right? But it always isn't. So we're going to jump straight into this. The first thing you need to know is that it is okay and it is important to set boundaries with toxic family members. The first thing you got to do is identify your boundaries, right? Be clear on what you need before trying to communicate or enforce the boundary. Many times it's easy for us to get caught up on trying to immediately just put the boundary out there. But the reality is, is that we get ourselves frustrated because while we try to enforce this boundary, we never spoke up for ourselves, We never let it be known to that particular person like, yo, I love you, care about you, but these are my do's and my don'ts. This is a this is how far we can or cannot go when it comes to the conversation or certain things, because I don't want to get caught up in something that is going to tear me apart. And I'm going to start acting out of character and ultimately is going to tear you apart. And so we've got to be very clear, right? It's okay for you to communicate and open your mouth as you set the boundary. Many times people tell us, just set the boundary. But the the crazy part is is that setting the boundary, it takes you actually communicating what that is and what that looks like. My second point for you, you've got to communicate your boundaries or expectations clearly, calmly, and consistently. Why am I putting such an emphasis on this? Guys, one of the things that I'm noticing more and more with us as people is that we we always talk about how words have power, 
And yes, while words have power, so does our tone. When, how we deliver certain things, the, the gravity of our voice, whatever it might be, there is a power behind how we can say certain things that can shift and alter the moods of the people that we're around. So being able to express and communicate your boundaries and expectations clearly, calmly, and consistently helps. I want to stick to calmly real quick. Guys, If you, one of the things I noticed is that I've seen more progress done in a lot of different areas through addressing things in a calm spirit, addressing things in a calm matter, manner, excuse me, and not allowing your anger or your frustration to get the best of you and causing you to try and communicate something in a way that it won't be well received and you're back at step one again. So listen, what do you do in this moment? As you communicate these things clearly, calmly, and consistently, you've got to make sure you stick to the facts without over-explaining yourself, without blaming, right? Like I said, tone is everything. Guys, we always joke about code switching when I go in and I'm speaking in front of different audiences. And it's so important, right? Like being able to code switch, knowing that like your explanations don't have to be super drawn out. Even when you're explaining yourself as to why you need to do this, you don't even need to put the blame on a person. There is a grace that you can walk in to be able to get your point across and to say whatever it is that you need to say. And also with the over explaining and the blaming, you want to make sure that you're not becoming defensive as well. And if I can give you an example, it's more effective to say, I'm calling a cab. I'm not getting in the car with you when you've been drinking See, you, you see the difference there? You could just tell somebody like, hey, I'm, I'm about to call a cab, you know, long night. But to actually put it out there and be like, I'm not doing X, Y, Z with you because of da, 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 da. Right. You don't have to get into a position where you over explain and you blame, because even though you're right with what you're saying, guys, one of the things we got to understand is that we can't think for other people. And sometimes a part of being the bigger person doesn't just come from what you don't say. It also comes from what you do say, right? So how will you explain or how can you get your point across and just and, and, and be firm in that? And that's it. Third, guys, if your boundaries aren't respected, evaluate your options and take action. Like literally, you can take, you, you have that right. If folks aren't respecting your boundaries, like you, you look through, okay, well, what way can I address this? Or what way can this be handled where I don't have to allow myself to be dampened down? I don't have to allow my mood to be killed. And I don't have to allow myself to not enjoy the time spent around my other family or friends. Or I don't have to allow my good time to be spoiled because of somebody's actions and how they are. With that being said, I want to take you into a fourth point that I think is so important. And I'm not saying that you've got to be somebody's counselor or therapist or psychologist. So please, when I say this, just hear me for what it is. Sometimes it's important to understand why people are seeing what they see in you. Now, let me preface this by saying it doesn't mean that there is anything wrong with you. But one of the things that we tend to not realize is that as it pertains to toxic people, one of the things that happens with them is that they tend to see in other people what they don't want to acknowledge about themselves. Many times when we are in the space of toxic individuals, we are in the deflection game. That's all it is. 
They are deflecting what they what they feel personally and what they haven't addressed within themselves onto you. And so the reality is, is that while you could be doing everything right, like you can be a super amazing person, you can be honest, loving, genuine and caring. You could be a hard worker like you could be doing everything right and they will still find something wrong with you. Have you ever been in that experience? If so, I want to let you know it is not you. It's okay. It's okay. Many times toxic people have the tendency to deflect what they are feeling about themselves on to you. And when they do this, it's easy for you to start questioning yourself. It's easy for you to start getting frustrated with the situation or the person. And now you're questioning everything about you. No, chill. Stop. Don't even do it. And the reason why I'm saying this is because you cannot control the fact that they have not dealt with how they feel about them. And now they're trying to make you feel the same way. Do not fall under the microscope of imposter syndrome. And now you're walking in a false identity because somebody tried to put it on you when it was really on them. My final point that I want to give you all as we get ready to close this out is that you've got to learn to understand the cycle of toxicity. You've got to learn to understand the cycle. And why is that? Simply put, guys, there is a pattern that many toxic people tend to have that they flow in. And if I don't know if you've noticed this. This this has been my experience of of toxic friends and family on my side, but then also just toxic people that I've had to work with and help. Toxic people have the tendency to be very charming and very alluring early on. They they swoon you in good words, good vibes, all that other stuff. And what we don't realize is that this is when they draw you in to trap you. Right. They'll be very attentive, man, loving and even um, very what's the word I want to use with the tent of you, you will think that they have your best interest at heart. We'll just say that. But what we don't always notice is that after that happens and after they get you into this like posture or position to where they feel like they've got you wrapped around their fingers, um, they'll try and gain your trust. And then after they gain your trust, you will start to see their demands increase like significantly. You become an emotional resource. You can become an emotional punching bag. You can become their doormat. And if we're not careful to pay attention to these character traits and in these or character flaws, I'll say early on, what happens is, is that we tend to stay stuck in the cycle and don't even realize that we're in a cycle. And so you will feel stuck. And then you will find yourself in a position where you're constantly trying to do everything that they want you to do and be everything that they want you to be. And because of that, it can start to mess with you mentally. It can start to drain you of your joy and your happiness and it will put you in a position to where you're at their beck and call every time. And the problem is that when it comes to how they act, it never lasts. They'll go back to being charming again after we have a little blow up. And then they'll do the same thing over and over again. 
So, guys, I want you all to start paying attention to and identifying the cycle of the toxic people in your life, those that you think might be toxic or those who you have completely cut off because of toxic ways. And in doing this, what you can do is set boundaries that will help you and you can be clear and concise. Some toxic people will be needy, right? But on the flip side, when it comes to the cycle of toxic people, some folks are just flat out bitter. They're not going to need your love. They're not going to want your love. They will try and say and do whatever to start a quarrel, to start a fight, to start an argument. Those are the people that sometimes even the boundary doesn't work from a standpoint of trying to be clear and concise. And in those moments... I want you to understand that it's okay for you to keep them at a distance, but you don't have to allow your quality time with other loved ones to be jeopardized because of them. You do not have to act a fool with a fool. One of the things that I think is a great space of humility for many people is when they are acting a plum fool, but they're only doing it by themselves. And all they're doing is embarrassing themselves with everybody else around to the point where they realize, yo, I need to chill. So hear me when I say you don't have to act a fool with the fool. Let them do what they do. Let them act how they act. And I want you to take some time to just pull back, breathe, stretch, shake and let it go. Guys, listen, I want you to enjoy your holidays as the time is coming up. All of these Christmas parties and all of these office parties and all of that, whatever it might be, there are toxic people in every space. Set those boundaries with them. Know yourself and your identity and do not be drawn in to somebody else's nonsense. You've got so much life to live and so much to live for. And it's important that you make sure that you are living your life to the fullest and not allowing your life to be lived predicated off of the actions or the mentality of somebody else. Guys, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You are simply between the dream. Thank you so much for your time. Make sure you check out my website, richardtaylorjr.com. On there, you'll be able to find my merchandise, clothing, books, coaching services, all of the above. It's on there. If you got any questions, make sure you reach out to me, richard.taylorjr on Instagram, Richard L. Taylor Jr. on Facebook and at Truly Taylor Made on Twitter. I love you guys. I'm looking forward to talking to you all again on Friday. Don't forget, take the time to identify the toxic people around you and set the boundaries you need to set. And just if by any small chance you realize that you're the toxic person, it's time for you to do some purging. It's time for you to deal with what you need to deal with internally for yourself. Whatever the issues are, whatever the trauma is, whatever the hurt and pain that is residing inside of you, unforgiveness and anything else, you've got to be able to let that stuff go. And I think if, depending on the response that I get from you all, we might do the flip side to this conversation on Friday. You're not losing a life, guys. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. Peace.